Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, Brad, I think the look on our faces give away what happened in the game <laughs> to folks who didn't see the game. Now, everyone watched the game. Everyone is as sad and as frustrated as us. And if you are sad and frustrated, then hang out with us because Damn. we're going to keep you company for the next 30 minutes or so. You know, we've been through this before. We don't have to wear it on our face. We, we can act like we've been in this position before. Yeah. So I will tell you. And we said this last night, and I want to repeat this again. If the Giants beat this Dodgers team, they are beating who I consider the greatest team the Giants have ever competed against in my, you know, my history of watching baseball. You know, we mentioned they didn't obviously they didn't face the '86 Mets in the playoffs. That that team would right. have been up there, but 2016 Cubs. 2002 Angels, 89 A's. This Dodgers team is more stacked than any of those teams. So if the Giants do get to the NLCS, they beat somebody to get there. And that is that is uh, that is as much respect as I'm going to give the Dodgers uh, on this show. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, hope, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> otherwise, I hope, you know, all the players and their coaches like come down with gout you know, <laughs> after the series is over. Like, that's how I really feel. Yeah, but the baseball piece of me is like, man, this team is really good. Yeah, I I hope the um, you know, if, if the Dodgers win, I I hope they all get, uh, you know, spam calls at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning from you know Microsoft support <laughs> saying that their computers are out of date. Yeah, it's I mean it's we knew this was going five games. I oh mean, yeah, come on. As soon as they as soon as the series lined up the way it did, we go okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we kept thinking, all right, oh, it'd be fantastic if the Giants just sweep them in three. Uh, but what happens if we get swept in three? We, none of that was going to happen. No. It was going to no. go five games. It, it, that's the beauty of you know getting that home field advantage, um, winning the National League West. You didn't have to deal with the wild card. Um, you, you have one less game under your belt right now, a little bit fresher, um, going home, sleeping in their beds. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're flying out tonight. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but sleeping in their beds tomorrow night at least, waking up in San Francisco on Thursday morning, you know, uh, hop on their scooters and pop over to the ballpark and get ready for a, 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 an electric night is it is going to be insane at oracle on thursday night for sure hop on their scooters is hunter pence gonna play well i think i think gabe kapler has a scooter oh, does he really? doesn't he I, I believe so i'm or no a bike sorry he okay a okay. uh, yeah, bike it's, he's not as cool as hunter <laughs> pence but yeah he's got a, he's got a bike <laughs> so as much as i would just love to talk about game five we do have to recap game four yep uh, pick your pick your game, game two or game four, both terrible, terrible baseball yeah. games from the Giants' perspective. And there's got to be something said, and this is a, a little, uh, this may simply be about the level of competition, but the Giants themselves in these four games have scored four runs, uh, 
two runs, one run and two runs, correct? Yes. That is so, correct. yeah. You know, the, this is a team who hit, hit the, the most home runs in, in the National League. Uh, they generally get on base. Today, they had a shot at extending Walker Bueller a little bit, who I call Baby Hershiser. <laughs> he, um, you know, he's coming back. He, he's not on full rest. He's coming back on short rest. And my thought was, okay, well, what do the Giants do best? They lengthen at-bats. Mm-hmm. They make guys throw pitches. They foul balls off that they don't like, but they're still strikes. And let's push this, this guy into 80 pitches by the fourth inning. Yeah, that one hundred percent did not happen tonight. <laughs> no, no, their offense was pretty anemic, and it was frustrating to watch because on one end you feel for the hitters because Bueller was on, and then they they brought in Gonsolin throwing one hundred and three, and then you know Trainin throwing ninety eight. So you know they're they're bringing in heavy stuff. You know they're 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 basically bringing in you know their own. Duvall's uh, and and multiple of them. So to some to something, I was like, oh, well, you know, this is this is tough. They're they're bringing in all these arms, but still, the Giants get here because of their ability to hit the long ball, to get on base, and th- there was there was absolutely none of that tonight. No, no home runs tonight. Um, I, you could probably you know. I would say I don't have the numbers, but probably under 20 games this year, the Giants um, were held with, uh, you know, to, to zero home runs. Um, that's just, you know, ballpark figure. I'm sure it's higher than that. Probably is 162 games. Uh, I'll go yeah. higher. I'll go 50 games maybe without a home run. But but it was rare to, to see. Um, it was frustrating to see, um, you know, from the offensive perspective to get runners on base and then strike out not move runners along, not, uh, you know, at least get the ball up in the air to get sacrifice flies. Uh, you know, there was just none of that happening tonight and it was brutal. I mean, I was looking at the box score, uh, and we were joking before we went on air and just looking at the top four hitters for the Dodgers who were, you know, pretty quiet last night. Uh, they were, uh, eight for 18. So, that wins you ball games. Anytime you just see your top four hitters, uh, just cruise through like that. And the Giants top four hitters, uh, Listella, uh, we'll throw Slater in there too. Cause he came in for Listella and then rough Crawford and Posey. They were, uh, I'm going to do quick math. Six. They were three for 16. So that, I mean, table setters were not there for the Giants tonight and they were there for the Dodgers. I have the, I have the number for you. Oh yeah. 38 games they did not hit a home run wow and do you know what their record was in those 38 games what was it 18 and 20 yeah and this i mean and this is a team that won 107 games yeah and and to go under 500 in the category you know that that is bad that that's pretty awful actually um a couple of things that we should look at um uh, we, we we should take a look at the relief pitching because I think mm. if there was a, well, I would say all, all the pitching um, Alvarez did not give up uh, a run. He only threw a third of an inning. Castro did not give up a run. He only threw a third of an inning, but he walked two guys. Yeah. Um, Rogers technically did not give up a run, but he allowed a base runner to score that he inherited. 
uh, and Latell through two shutout innings. Um, this, this was going to be rough from the start. If you had been following Giants baseball uh, like we have, Dace Glafani in the first half of the season was a near all-star. Mm-hmm. Second half of the season, over four run ERA or, or over four ERA, more hits than innings pitched. And against the Dodgers specifically, flat out horrible. So we, you know, we talked about how Kapler used his bullpen and his pitching staff last night to to get that one one zero victory. I think it's just as okay. You praise that, you can say, okay, well, this maybe wasn't the best decision here, which is let's throw a guy who the Dodgers saw a lot and who uh, he, he, you know, he they beat him around. I think the la- his last start may have been a, a pretty solid one against the Dodgers. But there was also a game, I think he gave up like 10 runs against the Dodgers in one game or something crazy. Yeah, so, in, in two innings, yeah. So the, 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 the data is there. There's a data-driven team. The information was there. The Dodgers beat this guy up. And so I think he knew that. And I think he was going to have an early hook with Dace Clefani. Right. But we can go back to putting this ro- putting this roster together. And we were kind of like, okay, well, Cueto could hold a spot to kind of be that get out of jail free card where he may, he can eat up a few innings. Or if we get a bad start, he can come in and, and throw four. And so my, my only thought is maybe Cueto just was not healthy. You know, may, maybe that's the reason. Cause otherwise, He's he's probably a better fit for this game than Dace Glafani is. Um, but that that's what they had, and they went out there. He had a short hook with them. Dace Glafani didn't even finish the second inning. And, uh, and, and yeah, so right out of the gate, you know, the, everything he's throwing up there is hanging, and they're just, they're just hitting it really hard. He goes one and two-third, five hits, two earned runs, Thankfully, because the Dodgers left so many guys on base. <laughs> yeah. Uh, zero walks, two strikeouts. Uh, and so, like I said, Alvarez came in, Castro came in. I think they wanted Castro to be the long guy tonight, but he he just immediately started walking guys. Yeah. You know, it felt like the Giants walked about 10 hitters. They only walked five guys, but it was like right in this spot where, you know, you're, you're trying to have hope as a, as a fan. You're like, okay, it's only two. We're okay. And it's like, okay, it's only four. We're okay. Okay. They got five. Okay. And then seven. That's just like this thing, you know, where where you just lose a little bit of faith because they can't throw strikes. Now, I I want your opinion on this and then, and then we can move, uh, we can, we can move forward. But yesterday or last night, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the strike zone. (laughs) And I, I am of the opinion that, Pitchers who hammer the strike zone are going to get a few calls that maybe pitchers who have trouble hammering the strike zone are going to, because umpires just going to get used to calling strikes. Like, oh, yep, that's a strike, that's a strike, that's a strike, that's a strike. And in the both the games the Giants lost so far in this series, they are they were not getting strike one, and they were get they were getting three one counts. And so some of these pitchers were like, ah, like. Bueller just got that pitch yeah. and then the Giants didn't get it to some, some of it, I think is just 
you know, when you're consistently throwing strikes, it's easy for that umpire just to give you the benefit of the doubt. And when you're not, and when you're going 3-0, and when you're walking two straight guys, and when you're coming in like Rogers, uh, and the one that made me think about this was Rogers. Rogers throws his first pitch, so he walks the he walks the runner, or he walks the batter on four pitches. I, I forget who the batter was. First pitch looked like it was a strike. It, I think it was a strike, but he didn't get that. And then none of the other other pitches were nearly close. Yeah. But I was just like, okay, like Bueller's going to get that pitch because he's throwing strikes and Gi- Giants pitchers aren't going to get that pitch because they're not throwing strikes. So there's a human element to that, that I really believe in. Does it mean that it's, <laughs> it's right? No, <laughs> but that's the human element of, of umpiring. And, you know, the Giants uh, walked five guys. Dodgers only walked two. Um, Giants actually had more, their, their pitchers actually had more strikeouts than, than the Dodger pitchers, which seems ridiculous because everybody on the Dodgers was throwing 95 plus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those games where, you know, you, you kind of wonder, did the bullpen get a little bit exposed? D- it, are, are, uh, were they um, I, exposed is, a, is the wrong word because they were a really good pen statistically all year. But in games like this, where you're trying to do the smoke and mirrors thing, um, it's it's hard to do that for seven innings, you know. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I just, I wanted to go kind of long on the pitching because I th- I think that was really the thing where you're like Dodgers played it like it was elimination game, and the <laughs> yeah. Giants played it like they had an extra game if they if they needed it in their back pocket. So, just your thoughts on the overall the pitching and stuff. You know, I I think you're right on that, uh, and having you know you and I having watched and played and coached and umpired so much baseball over the years, that is true. That does happen. Often, I mean, if you have a guy who is pounding the strike zone, he's going to get the pitch that's, you know, uh, an inch off the plate, inch and a half off the plate. Uh, the guy who is searching for it isn't going to get any gifts. Um, but but I, I mean, tonight, I didn't feel that way as much tonight as I did uh, Saturday night in game two. Tonight, there were about two or three pitches where I thought, oh, that's, mm, you know, Bueller got that. We didn't get that. But we also got some some really nice calls, I mm-hmm. think. I think the strike zone was fair tonight. The one I that think... I would call out mm-hmm. is the one on Buster. Do you remember yes. that one? It was yeah. outside, and Buster kind of looks back at the ump. Yeah, and yeah. Like, hmm, okay. I think, I think he gave the look of, are we going to get that? <laughs> because remember, I'm back there with you <laughs> next half inning, and we haven't gotten that. So I'd, I'd like to see that one as well. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was kind of that eye contact of, uh, hey, man, let, let's get that call too. But uh, but but absolutely, the one, uh, uh, you know, Rogers' first pitch, borderline strike. Uh, Bueller was getting that strike tonight, the low strike, um, you know, kind of sets the tone for the at bat, uh, walk the runner, uh, nothing happened. Runner didn't come around to score, which was okay. Um, but I think it's also first pitch from that arm slot and the home plate umpire sees that and he goes, I didn't even see that pitch. <laughs> it, it started out low and it ended low. I, yeah. you know, so, so I'm, I'm wondering if Rogers, just wasn't going to get that pitch no matter what. Had he thrown it three, four more times, maybe he would have gotten one of them. But but it the trajectory of that pitch coming out so low, staying low, 
and ending low. Wondering if the umpire had a little bit of a harder time seeing that. I mean, if you're coming from an arm slot up here, normal three quarter arm slot, and you're and you're dropping a pitch in there lower, it, the umpire is more likely to say, "Well, it crossed the strike zone at some point at the lower end of it." But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you too. I, I when I started looking at the walks, uh, I thought I was going to see seven, eight, nine walks, and I saw five, two of them from from Castro. I thought, "Oh, okay," but what really stands out is. I think Leon and Rogers both walked the first batters that they faced, um, which again kind of put Kapler in that spot where he's thinking, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get two innings. I'm trying to get three innings maybe out of one of these guys. And the first batter they face, they walk him. You're killing me, guys, because you're getting your pitch count up. Now you got a runner on base. You got the leadoff runner on base. Now you got to work out of this jam. What am I supposed to do? Um, so again, I, you know, Kapler made all the right calls last night. I, I think, I mean, for you know what was going on out there, he was making the right calls. He was trying to get matchups. He was trying to get guys some, uh, some, some length to keep it a two nothing ball game. Um, but guys came in and just did not throw a strike, so they just didn't do their part. And last night they did their part. So yeah. you're going to have that. Um, you know, this series is uh, uh, the Giants are winning some really pretty ball games. I mean, the the games they win are are very sexy, pretty ball games, and the ones. That they lose are you know the stinkers the uh yeah just i don't know man <laughs> it's uh, it's hard it's hard when you see such a great game like last I know, night i know and then and then they turn around and they and it's uh you know it's a five run loss the next night weren't even in it from the start um because then, then you wonder like what do you expect for game five well you've got urias um and you've got webb so are we going to see another one nothing ball game? I mean, that's kind of what we're lining up to see. And the weather in San Francisco right now is cold. So that ball will not be flying out of the ballpark. So lineup-wise, mm-hmm. now uh, Darren Ruff's clumsiness at first base yeah. uh, may have helped uh, re-injure. I guess Lestil is probably just injured, and it's just depending on – you know how much of the pain that he can take in in the Achilles, but there's a there's a play late in the game where Ruff kind of awkwardly can't get a ball and it kicks over to Estella, who's got to make a play on the run, and he's got two bad Achilles tendons. Now, how he even plays with two bad Achilles tendons <laughs> is beyond me. But yeah, when you look at the lineup, the Giants have. I'm talking about guys who have you know. 10 at bats or eight at bats or whatever. They only have in this lineup that they played today, only Chris Bryant and Buster Posey and Tommy Lastella uh, have uh, multiple hits. So um, actually Brandon Crawford probably has a couple hits as well, but uh, yeah, those, yeah. those guys are hitting over 300. Uh, Chris Bryant's hitting 462. He had another two hits today. So he he's playing really well. Uh, Buster Posey took an offer, but he's hitting 313. Lestelle is hitting 375, went one for three tonight. So if we lose him, then you talk about, uh, you know, Solano, um, who does not have a hit yet in, in, in this series. Uh, and, you know, Darren Ruff himself, two strikeouts, three left on base, does have the one RBI in the ground out, but he does not have a hit in this series. 
Um, Lamont Wade, you know, he, it, it was uh, a little, it's been a little early for him for his heroics. He, he is getting on base a little bit. He's got a couple walks in there, but he's only got one hit himself. So this lineup and, you know, Longoria has got the two hits, the one of them, the home run. Um, this lineup is not like not producing in the way that they produced during the season. Again, a lot of that is the Dodgers pitching that they've, the, the pitching has been great, but again, extending at bats, hitting the long ball giants got what three home runs in that, in that game one, um, that that is the really the problem here is the offense when you can set the table and get your starting pitcher four or five runs think about the amount of pressure that comes off that pitcher's shoulders when they know that they don't have to be perfect this is you know this is why those Lincecum Kane years were so amazing Bumgarner because they were only getting three runs and they were, yeah. like, they were like, you know what <laughs> on our, you know, get on our back. We'll, we'll, we'll still win these games. Yeah. But that was what was, was so great about this team is they could actually score runs. They could actually come back. And so starting pitching didn't have to, you know, throw zeros up every time they may have to do that. They meaning Logan Webb on Thursday, because the offense just has not been there, even in the game that they won, they're hitting, I think they hit three solo home runs, but they were not putting innings together where guys were getting on base and they were hitting guys in. It was, you know, the that that home run power in that first game. But they're going to have to do some things, I think, in game four against Urias to uh, extend those innings, to get to the bullpen, and to and to do some things that they were doing during the season because they're not doing it right now. No, and and remember too, there were some games in in 2012, 2014 postseason where the offense exploded. I, I mean, I think 2012. I want to say one of the games they they scored 14 runs um, in in one of the games. The Giants just aren't getting that bases loaded knock. I mean, or, or runners at second and third, and a dribbler through the infield, or a double off the wall. Uh, I think Crawford came up in a good situation tonight. We said, "Is the, you know, you texted me. You said, is the do we have the right guy up here?'" And I, yeah, I mean, we have Brandon Crawford up. Um, can't remember what he did, but it, I, I grounded he, out to second base or yeah, pop up or something. Yeah, he grounded out, and then he comes up later in the game and hits a double off the wall. And I'm like, "Where was that earlier?" <laughs> you know, so it's just uh, things just aren't lining up offensively yeah. right now. Uh, but you know what that means the averages and the laws of baseball is it's going to come around in a short series like this. Uh, you get to that fifth game, the law of averages have to happen at this point. I, the giants have to score, you know, four, five, six, seven runs, maybe in the next game. Uh, is it going to happen? I mean, you know, it's, it's my law of averages. <laughs> I wasn't very good in math, so. <laughs> but you know, I, I've, I've got that hope that this offense is going to to break it open. Um, and and you know, did that help Logan Webb to have those couple of early runs with Buster Posey on his three uh, uh, two run shot? Now yeah. he's got a two run lead, yeah. and then Logan Webb can kind of settle in. So you're right. I mean, that you know, that's a huge thing. The Giants uh, got behind one nothing after the first inning today, and that was big. Because even though it's one run, it's at home, Los Angeles, crowd going crazy. If the Giants could put up a run or two in the first inning in San Francisco for game five, 
I mean, that team is going to settle in. The crowd is going to settle in. It's going to be a wild ride. So, I mean, basically look for the first inning or two in San Francisco, and that'll tell you how the the, the game is going to go. And I know you didn't look this up before, so this mm. is your baseball intuition. Yes. Giants are 72-14 and 14 when they score the first run. Yeah. Best in baseball. Best in baseball. Second best in baseball, I think, is the Dodgers, too. So that's... I mean, that's how you win ball games. You score early, you lock them down with your bullpen. You get to, you know, your starter to go five, six, seven innings and you lock them down with your bullpen. And, and like you said earlier too, you were talking about these guys coming in, throwing 95 to hundred miles an hour. Uh, The giants have those guys too. um, And that's another reason they had to get disco out of there because you're looking at it and you're saying, you know, he's not missing any bats at this nope. point. Uh, I think he did actually have two strikeouts, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had two strikeouts. But um, I mean, but, but it's, you know, he's flipping, uh, you know, mid 80s sliders up there, 88 yeah. mile an hour sinkers. Like he's not blowing anybody away. No, definitely not. And he's not missing bats and guys are getting hit. And then you've got this bullpen full of guys who can, you know, throw in the mid to upper 90s. Uh, so you had to get him out of there at that point and say, well, we, we need to start striking guys out. We need to make the Dodgers miss some swing throughs and, and get their confidence down a little bit. Like, okay, we're not going to be able to settle in at the plate and just mash the ball. I mean, that didn't happen because they weren't throwing strikes. So you you get the bullpen in there not throwing strikes, and all of a sudden they're going, well, yeah, you can throw 95 to 98 and – we don't have to swing because you're not even anywhere close. I mean, a lot of those pitches were not even close to the plate and, and, and the easy takes and they're sitting yeah. there going, man, go two Oh, now you got to come in, um, get some good hitters counts. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, and the, and the giants are working on building that, you know, the same as the Dodgers uh, have, and they've got Doval and they've got Castro, um, Mac cheese, uh, <laughs> you know, Giving up uh, more hits tonight, and uh, yeah, some you know, long just, ones too. Uh, I mean, yeah, I gave up a, a home run, and and you know, gosh, I hate Will Smith. I don't know why. He's just is it because he's the same name as as our former relief pitcher, yeah, and the same name as you know the the big Willie style, you know, yeah, the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> By the way, I just want to shout out. We we have a, a couple people who left some comments. So N yeah, Money yeah. is actually a Dodgers fan. Oh, thank you, and money right. for for checking in. I think he's doing a little scouting for his Dodgers right. for Game Five. He also said uh, he said best of luck, and then he said Urias versus Webb. Let's get it. Uh, and then uh, Kevin fun, here, yeah. Kevin here is a Cubs fan. Said hey. rooting for the Giants just to see KB succeed. Have fun with Game Five. And you know, um, I, I've seen this before with other Cubs fans. I think we I think we have Cubs corner because Chris Bryant was such a beloved player. Yeah. So, you know, we got we got the power of the Cubs with us, too. I don't think there's too many Cubs fans rooting for the Dodgers. So we got to see if we can use that to our advantage. Well, and, and Kevin, we apologize. We will get runners on base in front of Chris <laughs> Bryant starting Thursday night. Uh, I know he's mashing the ball right now. He's doing everything he can on his end and playing uh, four different positions for all yeah, four games. I mean, that was I, a stud. I, I love you and you and I play out of the park baseball. Yes, uh, we we play MLB the show. Yes. So I love seeing 
Kapler coming and doing the double switch. Yeah. And uh, here comes Lamont Wade out of the ball game. And here comes uh, you Slater know, uh, into the game. Yeah, Slater, uh, center field. And or it was Duggar, right? Or, no, it was Duggar. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, right. Duggar in the center field. And we're going to, and now we're going to slide Yaz over to uh, right field. And then we're going to grab a Brian and throw him into left field. I thought, ah, this is interchangeable. I love it. This is the type of baseball that we really enjoy. So, yeah. The, um, the, like you said in the beginning, it was meant to be this way. Game five was going to game five. I think we, as, as much as we were excited after game one, you know, and then after yesterday would have loved to win today, but it, I I yeah. never felt like, you know, I didn't feel as confident uh, as, as, uh, as I should have just because we, we know the rhythm to this thing. These are the two best teams in baseball and, you know, the poor the poor Rays lose to the Red Sox, who are the yeah. wild card. That's crazy. Uh, Houston wins. The Braves win. This is the last. This is the last of of the divisional series left. So let's quickly let's get to Game Five: Webb versus Urias. And do you have any like memories of games of past play? Like, does this feel similar to anything to you? Well. I was at uh, game five of the, was it game five? Yeah, game five of the 89 uh, NLCS. Uh, I got to look up the date. This is the Cubbies game. Yeah, Cubs, Cubs, Giants uh, at Candlestick. Those are five games, right? Yeah, it was game five. Yeah. Uh, back then, um, they were just doing the NLCS was, or, or uh, yeah, the NLCS was five. No, wait a minute. My memory's all messed up. I, I think it was. Uh, let's look it up. I gotta look it up. It's late, Garrett. I've been up since I know, five a.m. <laughs> no, no, the, it, uh, no. It, it was seven. The Giants just won in five. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was at Game Five. Um, so that was my most memorable Game Five. Now the Giants really haven't played. Uh, in too many memorable game fives, uh, you got to go back to 2012, right? Is that the Matt Latos game? Yes. Uh, in Cincinnati, the Latos. they were down two games to zero against the yeah. Reds, and then they won three in a row. Yeah, and then uh, so that that's a memorable game five. Uh, so if we can harken back and we can pull out that game five, uh energy from that we could get another buster posey home run like he did against uh, latos oh yeah um do, do you, you pronounce it urias so so gonna, I, I was yeah. talking to somebody and he thought it was urias 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 but uh so that's what i've been just going okay. with because i've i always I, i've said is it urias is it urias and he's like yeah I think it's urias so urias. I, I just been going with that it sounds cooler well, he could be the new Matt Latos for us. I mean, he, you know, he was uh, sitting in the dugout. Let's 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 get a little uh, let's get a uh, narrative going here because he was sitting in the dugout, just kind of laughing and having a good time <laughs> and everything else. So I don't like him now. How about that? There, there's our new narrative. Um, but he is, uh, you know, against the Giants this year. He has pitched 29, and I'm not I'm not including postseason because you know that's a different animal. But during the regular season, 29 and a third innings, the Giants have 31 hits against him, have scored 12 runs. Um, he has struck out 33 batters in 29 and a third innings against the Giants, and only walked three. So he is around the plate. Yes, uh, we know that from. Um, 
game two. He's around the plate. He, you, you, you can make contact against him. Um, again, the Giants are going to have to make early contact. They're going to have to get him when he's jittery. Um, Saturday night, I think they had a chance also to do that, and they just didn't. Um, so you, you got to get him early. You got to get him when he's when, when his jitters are up. Um, if uh, you know if Webb is calm and and collected, and the Giants could get out of the first inning or two with a nice one or two run lead. All right, I'm going to compare this game five to a game seven that is mm-hmm. very memorable to us in the 2014 World Series. The series kind of went back and forth a little bit. Uh, Giants won game one easily. Royals won game two easily. Game three in San Francisco is the only one that I went to. Giants lost three to two. That was very sad. <laughs> yeah. All that money for I paid for those tickets. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they won game four and game five at uh, back then AT&T very easily. So they come out of that going back to Kansas City. They only need to win one out of the last two. They get killed in game mm. six, 10-0. They come yeah. back in game seven. The starters of game seven, do you remember who these people are or who these people were? Starter for in game seven for the Giants, was it Hudson? It was Hudson. Hudson. It was I Hudson. And this. for the Royals, I don't remember this, mm. Jeremy Guthrie. Oh yeah, for the Royals. Yeah, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Hudson goes one and two thirds innings. He's up three hits and two runs, Uh, and then uh, Affelt comes in and throws two and a third shutout innings. Only gives up one hit. That was a beautiful bridge that that everybody forgets about. That nice little bridge. Bridge to to Bumgarner to 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 Mad Bums. uh, Just you know. Beautiful, beautiful memory that we have of that. That that will that will stay forever in Giants lore uh, till the day we die. I mean, that is just one of those things that you just are. We're, we're going to remember that forever, man. Our good brother Ash hey. is checking in. Our guy. Good, good morning. <laughs> See, now I feel so much better about this, Ash. Yeah. Ash sent us a little note. I'm already feeling better about Game Five. Yeah. Okay, just to finish my story. Um, the reason why it feels a little bit like that series is because there were so many games in that series where it was either all giants or all Royals. And there weren't Mm -hmm. any other close games except when you got to game seven. Now the giants winning one to zero was close. So that, that, that that's, it's not exact, but you know, we've seen in the past where it looks like one team is dominating, right? One team is just dominating. You're eking out a victory. The other team is dominating. And that's yeah. kind of what this series is. And the Giants were able to find something in game seven. We Do we have a bum garner? We said, you know, maybe it's Duvall who threw two innings on in game three. Maybe he's going to have to come back and throw two innings on Thursday. Uh, maybe it's going to be Tyler Rogers, the rubber arm coming back and throwing it. So somebody's got to step up. I don't think this one is going to be on the pitching as much as I think it's going to be on the hitting, though. There's got to be a hero somewhere. We need to find somebody to to come. Maybe it's going to be somebody who we don't even expect. You know, Alex Dickerson looks like he can't hit the water if he fell out of a boat right now. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's him. Just all of a sudden he just runs into one, right? So, there's, there, yeah. you know, when, when it comes to this kind of thing, you know, heroes are made um, and and 
is just stepping up for the opportunity. So I'm looking forward to see who that is. And hey, you know, we could, this is what all we could ask for, right? If you if you ask us in the beginning of this season, Giants are going to be Game Five against the Dodgers NLDS. We would have been like, what? Like, yeah, something crazy would have had to happen for that to. You know, oh my gosh, what's going on? So yeah. you know, I, I'm in. Like I'm here for it. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be rooting for it. We're going to come back and talk about it, win or lose. We're either going to yep. be jubilant and happy, or we're going to have to deal with it. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not the worst thing. We've dealt with this stuff before. I don't want to feel that way again. So no. let's go, Giants. To win the game, let's move on. We got we owe the Braves. We always owe the Braves yes. for 1993. <laughs> like no matter how many times we've beaten them since then, we owe them still for 1993. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. I, I just hope that uh I hope that that team comes out to play baseball like they've been playing baseball all year long. Yeah, and and uh, again, I mean it's it's you know the old baseball adage: it is time to nut up because is <laughs> oh, is that a baseball adage? Yeah, oh yeah, sure. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was always said in my dugout. I got <laughs> there it you go. Time to nut up there because yeah, I mean here here we here we go right. Yeah, like you said, Giants Dodgers game five. It it should this should have been a best of seven series. There's no again. They've got to fix this because the Giants and Dodgers should be meeting in the National League Championship Series. That should be the bottom line. They they should have just bypassed NLDS this year and said, you know, Braves, Brewers, I'm sorry, yeah. you guys you got I mean, that's what they used to do with you know. the Niners and the Cowboys back in the day. They're like, oh, yeah. this is the Super Bowl. Like this. And, and yeah. And the, yeah, because I mean, that would be the game. And then yeah. you'd go to the Super Bowl and you'd be like, yeah, okay, well, this is yeah. consolation they're, prize. They're, they're just killing all these teams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So that's it from here. Um, thank you to folks who were who are watching us and who are listening to us and who are, you know, this is kind of cool for us to cover this team in the way that we've been able to cover it all year long, weekly. And then now we're doing the day, you know, the the nightly postgame stuff. So um, thank you to everyone. So for Brad, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 